and welcome to Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and as always, I am joined by my partners in crime, the Goon. Goon, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. In spite of the fact that we started off with rainstorms and tornadoes, and we ended the day in uh, uh, North the North Pole. Yeah, it's uh, the lovely weather of Maryland. If you don't like it, wait a few hours, it will change. As uh, I'm afraid, we have uh, first hand evidence with the chief chief uh, you're you're not well are you sir every time it is cold and it rains i my body says i'm going to teach you to get out of the state it's been 40 <laughs> years doing this to me i'm i'm starting to think it's you serious take the <laughs> uh, yeah so folks um we're in the middle of some really really nasty weather it's uh it was uh it was raining sideways today at work. I'm pretty sure because the windows were being pounded. It was it was pretty nasty. Oh my! Yeah. So I'm you fine. um, you you uh, you're you're feeling okay though, goon, right? Yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just out. Uh, we were doing some advertising for uh, one of our acapella groups. Out. Oh of yeah. The... Did you guys uh, did you guys actually do your outdoor performance today? We did. We did. We went to the metro station and, and uh, the, the local subway and sang for about an hour. I mean, I don't did know how much... A, did you have a bucket? No, because we're trying to promote the singing Valentine service that we're doing, you know, next week. Oh, and what is next week again? Oh, yeah, Valentine's Day. Right. Should probably do something for that. You know. It's, mm. it's too early for a ball game, but, you know. <laughs> I suppose we could all get together and do that. Maybe the three of us could go see a movie? Sure. There will be education on Valentine's Day at the end of this month. There'll be education on, oh, oh, you mean, oh, yeah, that's right. You're doing your, tell me all the fun things about the month I just finished. That is correct. You mean you're going to give us, like, the true history of Valentine's Day? I'm going to give you every reason why you shouldn't, well... Why you can opt out of celebration. Have you discussed this with your wife? My the whole opting out part? Well, since my wife never celebrated Valentine's Day and actually well, yeah, asked okay, me. So you're an outlier. She said, what That's... is this? I said, it is a Hallmark uh, holiday. She said, do you get <laughs> off for it? I said, no. She said, then why do we celebrate? I said, we don't. And she said, okay, and kept going. And that was that. That's a fine woman you have there, Chief. Excellent. Well done, sir. Yes. Speaking of, you know, the uh, the Siberian Express, <laughs> she <laughs> has uh, educated uh, her, uh, well, could be slaves if, uh, <laughs> if they vote in the person. You see, she works with a whole bunch of people that are not just left. They are uh, very left. But seeing as how that she is a so charge far nurse. Left, they fell over. Yes. The, well, so apparently I, I have you, been... You, wait, 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 wait. You said charge nurse. That's like supervisor? Yes. Okay. As in in charge. So The chief, the chief continues. So uh, uh, during the uh, Iowa debacle, and we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just call it that, uh, a lot of people... It could said, be what a caucus is supposed to be like. It's a funny sounding name. Maybe it's a funny, funny thing. No, because there, there was a there was a whole separate party that did not have any of these issues, so I don't think that's it. What I do think, though, is that she decided to educate people on socialism. It doesn't matter whether you put nationalist, uh, democratic, Republican. If, if you have at the end of it socialist, then you can guarantee that it's going to be bad. And they're like, "Well, what do you mean?" <laughs> and uh, and she went on to explain to them that they would be slaves again, since they were black, uh-huh. and that she would be their taskmaster. And she said, and th- they were all in shock that one, a white woman would be saying to black folks that they're going to be slaves again. And then she proceeded to explain how communism worked and how since she was the superior and knew how one, how it worked, two, spoke Russian, and three, was already in charge, then they would basically just report to her. All of yep. a sudden, the allures of communism, slowly, or or democratic socialism, or whatever 
you want to, you know, like freelance nepotism, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> now all of a sudden, they don't feel as happy as they once did. You mean they're not feeling the burn anymore? Oh, they they got the burn. It's just, you know, they had to apply a cream to get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bet. I because let's it, see the the taskmasters they do okay. Yes. The government they do okay. Everybody else, yeah, not so much. Well, well the enforcers so, so, also. Oh, I forgot about the enforcers because that's what I said I was going to apply for. Yes. And then you pointed out a bunch of jobs that could be assigned, none of which seemed very appealing to me. Yes, uh, bullet sponge. You you did not uh... <laughs> didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah. First first tall Polish guy to get a bullet in the head. Yep. Nope. One wasn't real happy about that one. Bullet sponge. That's the name for a band. I'm just saying. Ooh. Ooh, that is good. Now performing at the Palladium, Bullet Sponge. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I. You With know, special guest massacre. This is this is what happens when you're you're so woke that you just no longer listen or believe in reason. And I think that's one of the problems because uh, goon, how how's your uh, walk in the woke side going? You know, I did I did have a an experience this past week. You do you recall you recall from the last show that one of the groups that I sing in uh, was going to an audition. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it was a, um, it was like one of those shows with with judges, like you know America's Got Talent, or you know, in, including, um, while he wasn't mean and didn't say any mean things, a stern Simon Cowell like looking judge, and two people who looked at least nicer, <laughs> at, at least more friendly. I I survived the audition by not looking at any of them, so. <laughs> So that that worked for me, um, and and you know what the audition, which was for singing at the National Cherry Blossom Festival, was um, a lot of fun. It, it, it was organized. It was well done. Do you know they told us that they would supply light refreshment for the performers? Look at that. They got us subways, chips, and drinks. All of us. Wow. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's not light refreshment. That's um. That's an appreciated meal, especially to a bunch of musicians and artists. Yes, yes they're starving <laughs> artists for a reason. We appreciate free food. Yes, it's it, it's it's like I always tell people when I was a kid, I wanted one of those beds that looks like a race car. Mm-hmm. You know, and now that I'm a professional musician, I get to sleep in a real car. <laughs> Impressive. I, you know, uh, I, be I, careful yeah. what you dream for, kids. Yeah, I wanted to be a music teacher when I when I grew up. How's that working for you? <clears throat> well, I found how much they get paid. I I decided uh, writing software would probably be a little more advantageous. Yeah, because again, but who knows? You know, I could. I, I would have shared my car with you. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, because the whole you know trucker thing is 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 shot to heck now. Why? Well, I showed I. I killing I said, my dreams. Well, you know they they come up with a self driving long haul truck now. I know. Why don't we, when we see one of those trucks down the road, Knock we'll throw over. we'll throw our shoes into the engine. Oh, sabotage! Yeah, there you go. But that's how you die. Yes, because much like um, oh, what was the movie Stephen King? The the short story trucks. No, the one they made into the movie about all the autonomous vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Maximum uh, the short, overdrive. The short story is called Trucks. Really? Yeah. Well, I like the huh. movie title better. Much better. Yeah. Maximum Overdrive with um, Emilio Estevez. A very young Emilio Estevez. Yeah. That was, uh, we don't want that to happen because I don't, I don't want to be run down by a truck with no driver. Should we be able to look at the guy in the eyes as he runs me over? I can tell you from experience that does nothing. <laughs> Except you just see the pain coming, and then you feel the pain, and then you pass out from the pain. Because of the three of us, only the chief has actually been run over by a car. Yes. I'm willing to keep those those uh, statistics just the way they are. I would love to have a time machine and make it zero out of three, but we'll, we'll leave it at one out of three. 
get that time machine working, you let me know. Well, well, you will know because you'll have a lot of money because I'll have invested in Apple when it was, a, you know, 10 bucks a share. Apple? There are such better what? ways. Well, you've got to be subtle. You, you, can't, you can't mess with the time stream. Right, you could have... You could have, yes, you could have gone Berkshire, you could have gone Microsoft, you could have... Berkshire gone... was never cheap. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. Really? Mean, if you're going, Berkshire if you, half the way. If you're going back in time, then yeah, you can get it to when it was cheap. You well, know... I can only go back as far as my clothes were still in style. <laughs> because I can't afford, I don't have period clothes. This is not a high budget operation here. Just you, um, And you just bought some new clothes, didn't you, Chief? Or uh, uh, Crutch? No, I didn't. Yes. Yes, yes, actually, I had to buy some new jeans uh, because um, the uh, the chief was mocking me. I was not. Uh, do not lie you, about this. You called him a homeless person. That sounds mocking to me. I, uh, unless you were calling Jerry Nadler a homeless person. because well, I, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was. I wish he didn't have a house. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. There you go. I like that. That's rough. That's what that is. Thank you. Showcat just left the studio. Is that all it takes? <laughs> Showcat's been kind of mean recently. Yeah, you should actually be thankful for for that. She's not been mean to me, but uh, but the uh, yeah. Tr- Do you not remember all the clawing and ouches? Oh like yes, last I, week. <laughs> yes, I do remember the biting, but it's nothing compared to what she's been trying to do to the new kitten. So, still, they haven't yeah, really she- uh, reached a denouement. She's no. There's not going to be a. There's not going to be a glasnost. Nothing. No perestroika. Nothing. Well, you That's know. A shame. It, since you're since you're doing all these uh, particular pieces, it, she could be wanting to put her in the gulag. <laughs> Kitty oh, re-education. That's Kitty re-education. I like it. She comes out knowing that Showcat's in charge. There's going to be a lot of re-education. Bernie's on his way. He's already won the first bout. Or not. Uh, I believe not that's not sure. true. I believe Pete Buttigieg. No, Pete uh, Cheat Buttigieg. Uh, <laughs> Mayor Cheat. Yes. Mayor Cheat decided that he was going to rig things. I mean, out of all... There's so much evidence as to this person doing unscrupulous things. And who says anything about it? Nobody. Of course not. Not e- And this is what uh, this is what's ticking off certain Sanders supporters is that not even Sanders is saying anything. He's like, well, he just stole the election. Oh, you know, that's what young guys do. I mean, like, say what? How well, could okay. you? Because do they cause... not remember four years ago? You know, who was the one who said, "I'm so tired of hearing about your damn emails"? That was what, Sanders. You know? What do you What do you think? Um... He's not confrontational, which makes him perfect for, you know, president. Well, that's that's why the woke love him, because yeah. he will get out of the way and let the the woke do their thing. But, you know, this is this still does not uh, does not explain, Sir Goon, about your woke experience, because you got okay. sidetracked. So got so that. we did. Uh, uh, we did not win the position to sing from the audition. Oh, that's okay. Um, we were going for the experience, and and we got that, and it was really I was, good. I was rooting for you. Well, we did get invited to sing on the public stage for the Cherry Blossom Festival. Well, fantastic hot dog! Uh, that's where they've, they've come to us and said, while you didn't win the contest, you didn't have the sound we were looking for. Nevertheless, we would like you to appear. And they said to us, you know, this this appearance doesn't isn't paid, and we didn't know the one we were auditioning for was paid, so it really didn't matter to us. We were like, what? There was money? <laughs> That's, um, so, so, guess, you, so you got the, sk- you got the gig. So, so we, we got a gig at the Cherry Blossom Festival. We're going to do it. And we were all very happy about that. And on the way home, several of us were riding the subway. Now, now, can can you can you crutch briefly describe what a subway station downtown looks like? One of the underground ones. Hell. <laughs> Not what I was looking for. Big barrel vaulted room. 
Oh, 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 you mean like a physical description? Yes. <laughs> Just how I feel whenever I go. Um, yeah, no, the, uh, the, the uh, Washington Metro System underground stations all have a semicircular roof uh, with, um, I guess they're kind of square cement tile looking substructures. Things. Yeah. Tur- uh, the, turns the acoustics out, are quite nice in there. T- turns out you are so right. We sounded so good singing there on the platform and we attracted a crowd. Included in this crowd was a uh, um, a young woman with a bicycle, mm-hmm. who we will call woke woman. Mm-mm. I didn't know that at the time, but she was she was very appreciative of our singing. She was one of the people that that uh, you know took pictures of us on our, on the camera. And when we got into the subway train, we continued to sing. Oh, that's now, nice. Now you recall that uh, she had a bicycle. Yes. You did say this. Said bicycle. So, so there are moments ago. Right, and and you can even my a, memory. That's short. <laughs> you can have a bicycle on Metro. Sure. I've heard there are just There are certain rules that you have to follow. Mm-hmm. This young woman followed all of those rules. Hmm. She okay. went and sat in the section of the car, which is, you know, at the end where the door is that you can go to the, the emergency door that would let you get to the next car. Mm-hmm. Right? You're supposed to be by it and kind of kind of in the back with your with your bike in the aisle. I know this because I have a pass to take my bicycle on the subway should I ever want to, but I'm really lazy and Uber is so nice. That... <laughs> Why pedal when I can just swipe my card? E- exactly. Thank you. And wave <laughs> to the nice driver. Um, so, um, so we're singing and all of a sudden some guy... Some guy. comes over and starts screaming at her first What's because he, he wanted to go through the emergency doors was there an emergency no and there are large placards on the doors do you know what they say do don't not. use this unless it's an emergency that's what they say and uh, since we were all staring at him he uh, he got angry with us too oh well and and told you're, us you're, we were you're ridiculing questioning him stares we were no well we were still singing and the people on the car seemed to like it oh he was he was mad you were singing i think so i think so i think that's what he was really mad about and why he was just going to escape when what you were supposed to do is wait till the next station when the doors open you hop out and hop into the next car through the platform that's that's how you have to do it Mm -hmm. so he starts arguing with um I'm going to have to call her woke woman because I, I, I don't I don't remember her name. And I know that she's a woke woman because, um, well, we'll get to that. All right. Uh, but uh, um, he said, you know, he was like, wow, if I was in New York, I could go through here. Oh, guess what, pal? <laughs> you're, you're, you're not in New York. Actually, I think I said, guess what, Cochise? You're not in New York. Cochise. Oh, wow. And... Uh, um, he, he looked at me once, and then he de- he decided, correctly, I think, that he shouldn't continue to talk with me. He called us a bunch of, um, uh, wait. Bashes? He used to, well, no. That <laughs> seems to be the favorite term. No but, no, but you can guess what the expletive was after whatever the adjective was. It wasn't. It was uh, entitled. Oh. We were entitled expletives because we were singing. Oh, yes. And, uh. And then, he just starts, opinion. and then he starts attacking this woman who, uh, honestly, what had she done? She brought her bike on the subway, she followed the rules, and she sat down. And this did not sit well with all of us. Mm-hmm. So we started helping her. We found out at the end that he eventually went through the door. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. huffing and puffing and because, uh, I don't you know. know. It's his right. I suggested to one of the large young men in our group, I said, how about when the doors open at the next station, we pick him up by his belt and his arm and and <laughs> gently bring him out onto the platform and just drop him face down there so that he can see that, you know, you're supposed to use this door, sir, not, not the emergency door. Um, you know, that's my, one of the problems with singing groups. It always leads to violence. You know, he seemed to think that violence wasn't the answer, and I still, I think he was wrong. I think a little mild violence would have taught this man some manners. See, you have to be careful 
because you saw you saw you can you may attempt to teach someone manners and much like uh, Arthur Fleck in the Joker he uh he thought people deserved something that they really didn't <laughs> and then he decided well, that... to kill all of them <laughs> well uh, this guy he didn't look like a leader to me basically more, more by like the way pint and a half. well whenever we sort of glared at him or or made I guess they were threatening gestures, although I, I don't see how. Did you run your thumb across your neck? No. Okay. No, we, we, look, we looked at him largely in astonishment. Yeah, because sometimes he you have to wonder. You just look at these people and you go, how did you get to adulthood without... It's kind of where we were. How is somebody with as, as, as obnoxious as you are, how is it somebody hasn't pounded you into the pavement long before now? I mean, it didn't look like he had any scars or anything. <laughs> no and, uh, yeah. and But whenever we kind of looked at looked at him, he would shrink away. And it was like, uh, okay, so so he's really a coward. He's scared. We're, we're not going to do anything to him. And my younger friend, you know, talked me out of it anyway. But it wouldn't be nice. Now, you guys both know me. Do I care? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> it yeah. it would have been more fun. See, this is... One of the things that I have learned, I have learned uh, because from our previous conversation, this person was fair skinned, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. If you get multiple people pointing and saying, oh, look, you Nazi, stop being whatever, bigot, sexist, racist, whatever, you, whatever, you right. know, thing you want to call it. Yes. You will get the rest. The, the mob mentality will take over. And mm -hmm. and your job is done at that point, and and the more they defend it, <laughs> because uh, this is what this is something that I learned uh, from people at uh, Occupy DC. When mm. when you start talking about the sexist, racist, homophobe, whatever the case is, mm -hmm. what you what you do is if they if they say look a whatever right, then you do you never assume it's you. You keep looking around. Because now they don't know that it's you. And if you can direct all the hate, then some, I mean, someone's going to get it. Because any, anybody... It's not you. <laughs> so, so, listen to me, you sexist, racist, music-phobe. Just get out at the next sta stop and go to the car behind us. Yeah, you know, you got to Because it, it was a diverse group. You, you need people to, came up to us and said, "We we like what you're doing. Can you sing some more?" You have to and throw again, in Nazi. Okay, that's yeah, it's required. Okay, okay, yeah. I w I can do that because everybody who's not you is a Nazi. Excuse me, Nazi. Is your last name Himmler? Is it? <laughs> I think it is. Hey, see, we got a Himmler over here. See, now, I mean, now you're getting it. This is this is where that mouth stuff happens. There's a there's a reporter. This reporter has been beaten up by Antifa a couple times, but he's not popular enough so that when he goes and does a regular reporting thing, someone will yell out his name, people will start turn, looking around, and he will start looking too. So his name is Andy. <laughs> Andy No, G-N-O. But mm -hmm. if you just say Andy No, that could be any generic person. Now, this guy is, is, like, is a gay Asian, but he's not overt about it, so he dresses normally. And he speaks normally. Okay. okay. So people were yelling, hey, look, it's that, it's that racist. Now, a lot of the time he covers uh, Antifa and what they're doing. And he happens, you know, just by covering them, he, he sides with the Proud Boys just because the Proud Boys are acting normal and Antifa is breaking stuff. So they were, of course, calling him a, a Nazi and stuff. So he looks around. No one knows who he, he actually is. So... He looks around, instead of saying who me or looking like it is him, he mm -hmm. starts looking around as well. And he goes, I think I saw him over there. The mob <laughs> goes in that direction. They start harassing this guy who has no clue what they're talking about. And he's That's able to get mean. to the police because he mm. knew it was. I mean, he's already uh, had concussions and lacerations and stuff before. So he knows a bad situation and he has learned. So he's he's been uh, giving advice on how to deal with mobs since then I, I i don't think that would work for me 
I'm I'm neither gay nor Asian. Well, I don't, I don't have I don't have any of the appropriate intersectionality, you know, cards. I can't I, uh, I can't reach into my back pocket like the chief and pull out you know half a deck. <laughs> I uh, uh, let 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 me finish my uh, my tale. Hmm. So oh, um, continues. I I knew I knew the woman was woke when she told me. Yeah, you know what? If boys were educated at a young age, they wouldn't behave that way. And and I kind of didn't really want to argue with her and said, I don't think it would have helped that guy. I think he's just angry. He was and just she goes, and, that toxic masculinity. Well, she started to really modify her opinion. Well, it's not every guy, but then are you she sure goes, she's woke? Maybe not. Yeah, Maybe not. But yet, but I, do you know what she is? What I learned when she she thanked us for for uh, entertaining her, a Libra. Uh, no, she's an editor for a local uh, DC art art uh, newspaper. Oh. So we made sure she got we made sure she got our uh uh our contact information. Very nice. You know, and 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 like I said, th- this woman regardless of whether I agree with her opinions, which we didn't talk enough for me to there there's some I definitely disagree with. Well, I hate that guy in the White House, for example, cuz it always comes up, right? Sure. Like because that's what I said. I was wearing a MAGA hat. No, 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 I was not. Um, our uh, our uniforms make us look like waiters. So, taking orders and getting tips. There you I go. am just not real happy with our uniforms, but they are what they are. And uh, um, um, you know, she she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't deserve to be treated that way. What's this guy doing yelling at her? It's like, look, buddy, if you're going to break the rules and go through the door. In fact, we, we were even sitting there. Do you, do you know why you can't go through the door here and you can in New York? Trains are built different. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much uh, inches. The cars are inches from one another in New York. And there's a good two-foot gap. I mean, you really need to be careful. Oh, otherwise, you know. otherwise you're going to end up hamburger there between the cars and decreasing the surplus population. Yeah, but then they sue Metro, and they probably have to be a police report. And so you're yeah. saying well, it's Jedi... Bill Gates approved? That's what I hear. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's kind so, of a slow way to do eugenics, but yeah. <laughs> so that was so that was my story. Goon and the woke woman. Yeah, I understand we all had some interesting uh, encounters with folk. Well, yeah, it's it's maybe it's just that whole generation of the feeling of entitlement. Obviously, this guy felt entitled to, you know, traipse between the the trains like he's Peter Pan or something. Um, I uh, I had the the um, the wonderful experience of going to my local grocery store and and sometimes they try to be helpful and put a. Uh, a bagger at the end of the aisle. Sometimes the cashier has to do the bagging. And sometimes, you know, if there's nobody standing there, I will volunteer my services because, frankly, I don't like spending time at the grocery store in the first place. So I'll just, you know, get at the end and say, hey, I'll I'll bag for you. And usually it goes really quick because the cashier's bagging and I'm bagging and my wife is putting them into the cart and boom, 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 we're out of there. And, uh, you know, every now and then I'll even get a thank you. Awesome time. Uh, so not this particular time. He was, uh, he was a youngin, and, uh, he was really slow. So I was like, oh, I have to bag because we'll be here all day. And he, uh, he, he said, you know, he looked at me and I said, I go ahead and bag. And he just looked at me and then he just stopped bagging and just started pushing things down the conveyor belt. But he didn't turn the conveyor belt on. So he's pushing items down. And then when he finished ringing the last item, he just stopped pushing items down. And they're all just laying in front of him like, you know, discarded toys. So I'm having to reach over and pick up all of the items that he... Mind you, he hasn't even touched his set of bags. So he is... He's rung up, he's given my wife the money, and he's just standing there as I finish the process. 
And she's, of course, looking at me like, what, what's wrong with this guy? And we're beginning to wonder maybe there is something wrong with him. And I finish up the, the bags, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and I went, okay, then. <laughs> just like, And I thought to myself, at least a thank you would have been nice. You know, just just a simple courtesy. Did he have a mustache? Maybe, maybe it was the same guy. <laughs> no, no, he was he was a youngin. Um, but there was that. It was just you know this is all I have to do. I just have to swipe the little barcode over this lighted panel here, make sure something comes up on the screen, and you know hand the person their change. And I'm you know, going to do the least amount I need to do here. Um, I understand working at a grocery store is not life. You know, that's not a life goal. Maybe it is for some people, but for most people, it's not. It's a stepping stone to other jobs. But if you're going to work with people, if you're going to have to work in a service industry, suck it up, put a smile on your face, do a good job. You will be rewarded in the end. Oh, but, um, you have to learn that? to work. With, you have to learn to work with people in every job, even ours. Yeah. Well, that's true. And well, when you can get, actually get in to go to work. Yes, that's but that's a whole different story. Now, see, that's a whole different story. Uh, both of you handle things much differently than I do. So, really, what do you do? So when when confronted uh, with someone who's the uh, person was uh, was eyeing my son, my son had done like he was in the way of of something, but he didn't know it, mm-hmm. and and he's like he he, he starts walking over him and of course my son is now taller than me so all he had to do was stand up and and <laughs> and, and, and much like in in the movie snatch he was like and now uh as mine says 5.0 and yours says replica and you shrivel back into that husk of body that you have and realize the mistake that you have made it's so a reevaluating some life choices there yes i mean because <laughs> because my question is when when confronted, uh, I, I ask a simple question. It's not a threat. It's just, is this worth dying over? And then all of a sudden, they <laughs> they they get to make some serious choices. I will I will have a stern look in my face as I slowly go to get a pen from the inside of my pocket, but you know my hand just disappears in the inside of my uh, jacket, which I'm always wearing. So oh, you're going to get a pen, yes, much like John Wick. <laughs> Well, he uses a he number two pencil. pencil. Number right. two pencil. Number two. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> so, <laughs> usually at that point, uh, the, the the conversation's over, and now the person is staring at me to make sure that I don't make any sudden moves. And I would go back <laughs> to doing what I'm doing because I don't have any problems. And I just ask, you know, some people will say, well, he threatened me. I was like, no, I just asked him a question. Because obviously he he was confused. <laughs> is this worth dying over? That's quite a question. But it is only a question. There's no threat. It's true. Very true. Right. So, so that's and I, I've never heard someone say yes. And and I mean, because if it is, then I'll just engage in discussion and and say, well, <laughs> just how bad is your life then? That and and you know maybe there can be a breakthrough. But oh, you could save somebody. Do you think I should have asked this guy if he wanted to exit the train? <laughs> See, that that could have gone bad. Because he could have said yes. And, and Let's help you with that. Let me, let me assist you, sir, once we get up to a station so you don't have to break the rules and go through the very dangerous emergency door. We're only looking out for your well-being. Yes. Uh, my, my large... My large friend Bruno here, <laughs> who is a who uh, during the day is a federal regulator, and whose hobbies are packing people into small crates and intestinal malfunction, will assist me in helping you off the train. Come, Bruno. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. You're welcome. So, I mean, that's that's thing number one. As as Crutch alluded to, uh, depending on on what I may be dealing with, I may have to go to more drastic measures and say, well, you, do you just hate uh, Native Americans? You know, <laughs> what, what kind of racist are you? 
because uh, I have I have the Magic the Gathering set of race cards. <laughs> yes, I mean there's there's all kinds of things. I mean, uh, depending, if, especially if they look like the Middle Eastern. I was like, man, are you, are you another anti-Semite? You know, so it's, it's, <laughs> you can just basically with, exactly. with with our lineage, you can go down the line, and that's it's a it's a wonderful thing because it gets people to think. You know, it's it's much like uh, much like Lean and Cuisine did when uh, when he was describing the Hulk's reaction to Thanos, and he was like, you know, maybe anger isn't the way. You know, when when you get beat passive and you're known for strength and <laughs> anger, that's a that's something to behold right there. Lean and Cuisine. Yes, you don't remember he uh, he he was the the person who he would take a picture. And he was basically all the uh, Avengers, like uh, uh, Thanos Mayweather. <laughs> and uh, Oh, that's right. That's right. Thanos Mayweather. Oh yes, my God. because uh, nobody, nobody has taken that quick a beating being a superhero and just said, you know what, for this whole next movie, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have seen the light. Uh, I've been cured of my anger. Uh, good day to you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I don't want another. Yes, please um, forgive my transgressions. I don't the Hulk know what I is leaving the vehicle. It's ridiculous. Oh, how how that happened? How people allowed that is still beyond me. Because uh, one thing that I've never understood, still in the promo trailers, you can mm -hmm. see when they're in Wakanda, the, mm -hmm. uh, it's not Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit. It was Hulk running. So right. th there was a rewrite somewhere. Since you mentioned Wakanda, anybody see the article about Wakanda and the bee this week or today? No. It was uh, whoever the president's chief of staff is tells him he can't bomb Wakanda. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. Uh, we were at war with it, Wakanda. I didn't think so either. But I thought we know. were still at war with Pacifica. Well, we've always been at war with Pacifica. <laughs> well played, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't get the reference, you need to read more. No, you, do. you just read, need to write, read 1984. Right. Which most people who are listening to us weren't around in 1984. I know. That's the frightening part. You know, you know why you picked 1984 as the title? No. Ah, because he wrote it in 1948. And he thought, if I just swap the... That's far enough down the road that, you know, it'll be, you know, futuristic. And, you know, by that point, nobody will have read it. Well, he, was, I was he, he didn't think much of his own writing. <laughs> I was already married for one year in 1984. Oh, uh, I thought you said 1948. I was like, really? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a long marriage. Yeah, he was only... Actually, you see, my parents were married in 53. So, yeah, they've been at it a while. He was only thirty-six years off. If if he had uh, if he had just put twenty twenty, he w we mm. would have had our two minutes of hate. We would have had the Ministry of Truth. True. I mean, it's so very true. It's it's well, it's funny because now all of these people who you know grew up getting um, all these uh, you know participation trophies are now pretty much running things. You know, they're they're they've got prominent positions in the media. They they. I, I, Unbelievable. I, I, I was reading articles today and I'm like, you people have to be really have to be young to be this stupid and writing this kind of stuff. Uh, there was an article at CNN. They were lamenting that um, the majority of the people working on the coronavirus are white men. Like that should matter. What's like that? I care. If you're a three armed, you know, 18 foot tall hermaphroditic giant but you're really good at, at um, curing viruses, I want you on the job. I don't care. Yep. You know. So uh, this was one of the things that happened in D.C., and Goon, it should have hit home to you. The uh, fire department was saying they had finally reached parity. They had enough uh, female firefighters as males. And one of the people said, but can they do the job? And apparently that was the wrong question to ask. 
so they got all upset and uh, apparently the I don't know what the deal with the test was but they they started saying how women do not want to run into a burning building women no. women do not want uh, to be carrying around 200 pound you know lumps of human there was a, I am um, I don't know many firefighters and I used to be a volunteer in uh, um uh, Swamp Fox will soon be a retired volunteer. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Yankee Swamp Fox? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think anybody wants to run into a burning building or haul somebody's heavy behind out of it. So what, they, mean, what they were stating is that uh, men are more prone to do dumb things. And I was like, well, you could have just looked at any internet video and seen that. Yeah. That's usually we yell, hey, TV y'all. show about doing dumb things and there wasn't a single woman on any episode and usually we yell hey watch this because <laughs> we like an audience while, while we're doing the dumb thing I know that when when many many years ago when I was a, a volunteer was when women were first starting to come into the fire service now look I got I got no problem with women in the fire service but I think be, because that job that's a physical job Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not a thinking about it job. That's stuff where you get to like, like hauling a fire hose full of water. They're heavy. You got to be pounds in, to the gallon. Well, yeah, plus the hose has these gigantic brass uh, connectors on each end. You know, uh, there is there is a level of strength that you need to have to do things like, like put a ladder against the side of a house and 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 look. We have to have the same test for everybody. And at first, and, and I don't know how it is now, but at first it was like, well, we're going to, you know, you know, the, the, the female applicants are going to can't pass the test. Okay, then I can't count on them when I go into a fire to be able to do the things we might need to do. And I, ha- I have to be able to do that because, you know, uh, it's, it's a dangerous place, a burning building. It sounds like it. You know, you're not just going to be outside running the radio. Right. And (laughs) and them around the radio. Well, we can't go in there. We all have to work the radio. Well, that's not going to get us anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, and it's not just firefighting, right? Uh, uh, Paramedics equally um, have have a lot of there's a lot of physical work to that, you know, Um, right. You're trying I didn't to pull realize, some 600-pound person out of their house. You, you, you know, I want somebody I really, early. I didn't really think about this, but uh, a hurricane was a paramedic. And uh, um, there's a lot of physical labor in that. And she's starting to have knee trouble. And it just occurred to me, I never really thought about all of those years that she did that work. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... I, 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 I'm, I'm going to mention it to her just as soon as the show's over. Got a breakthrough, folks. Uh, but you know, you as long as you have the same test, come on, and 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 the desire to join, you pass the test. Come on in. Yeah, but that's but when you say the military is running into the same problem. You know, the the Marine Corps, I think, is is the last vestige of we're not changing our rules, and even they're being pressured. I've never understood that logic. Um, unless the job, you know, I don't think you need to be able to, you know, run a four-minute mile if you're going to be an accountant. So here's here's the thing: people seem to think that equality and diversity uh, has to do with physical features or uh, social or cultural, which is the definition of racism. So mm-hmm. if you want to be if if you want to hire somebody, you want the best person. Now one of the things one of the things that really is disadvantageous to women is when they ask uh, what your previous salary was, because that's traditionally a a woman's going to tell you the truth and a dude's going to inflate it because <laughs> because they know better <laughs> and it's like hey I know this game I will play this game and I will win this game, well. A, a woman like a fairy godmother, she was talking about how she was just going to, 
uh, be as truthful as possible. And I said, why would you do that? Well, I want to <laughs> I want to undersell so I can overperform. And I said, well, us guys are going to, uh, you know, promise the world and then sit there like my man Epic did. And, uh, and sure enough, uh, yes. how'd, that how'd that work for him? It worked out just fine, apparently, because he still got paid. And, right. and, and he now he's being epic somewhere else. Yes, and it may have been a, a raise. You you don't know. I mean, the, much if Office Space taught us anything, it's that <laughs> <laughs> laziness matters. Okay. Office you, Space becoming the cautionary tale of modern uh, employment. Well, I mean, it's it it truly happened. So what are you going to do at that point? Mm. We we got mm. to see it live in and in action. So once again, you know, uh, women have a penchant for being more reserved, and and guys will uh, go head first into it, and not really put all the thought that they need to into the situation. But that's that's also you know much like jumping off the top rope, you know, high risk, high reward. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so. Uh, uh... You two, my friends, had a little bit of a scare this week, eh? Well, I wouldn't call it a scare. Maybe yeah. maybe um, a reaffirmation of the uh, level of competency of certain people involved in our business. Scared Mr. Browning and I. Why well, was he scared? Just, yeah, I guess you guys just, just you, didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But you well, did, Goon. I sort of knew from you, but I was not able to verify it from any of my sources because none of my sources work for your prime contractor. Yes. But as you do know, I do know some of the top people over at, at my prime contractor, and I thought, well, they'll have to know what's going on. No, nothing. They knew nothing. Well, But uh, when I said, hey, I think this is what it is, they were like, oh, yes, that happens. Yep, we had a small vacation. An unpaid, unrequested small vacation. Yes. Some people have forced labor. We had forced no labor. So uh, we, ha we had things due. Mm -hmm. uh, none of those they ain't going to happen now. <laughs> yep, those things did not get done. I, mm -hmm. I truly do wonder uh, what people think because they're like, oh, you can just make up the hours. And I was like, well, yeah, because that's what I want to do. I, I have... Sure, I want to come to work on a Saturday or a Sunday in order to get work done that I could have done on Wednesday and Thursday, you know, because you had the money and just, you know, decided not to pay anybody. So everything happens for a reason. Yes, it yeah. does. So I, I got a lot of training. I was working on some self-directed training at home. I'm learning stuff. Yes, and I am doing that as well. And it could all be for the better. That's right. We could look back on these two days and go, that was the point. Yes, because to you know, if we're honest with ourselves, how often did we say we were going to do something and then just not follow through because we were comfortable? Mm -hmm. But I wonder, I wonder if it'll work out for you like my friend Lou. What happened to your friend Lou? So in 1980, Lou was an air traffic controller. Uh-oh, I know where this is going. Go ahead. Right, and what happened to the air traffic controllers in 1980 when they all decided to go out on strike? They went out on strike, and um, the Secretary of Transportation, whose name is Drew Lewis, a man I have met on multiple occasions, uh, was directed by the President of the United States to fire them all. And he did. And he did. And my friend was one of the representatives in the union. I don't know what exactly. I, I want to say like a shop steward or something like that, but... For those of you who are actually in a union, yeah, I, I don't really know how it works. But I know he was part of the administration of the union. Mm. And uh, he didn't get his job back. Yeah, many of them did not. His wife was, uh, he spent uh, a little while being angry and mm -hmm. parking cars and his wife cleaning houses. Mm -hmm. He met his wife when she was working as a hostess at the Playboy Club in Chicago. Very pretty lady. Mm. Um, so they weren't happy with this, and he decided to start his own business. We don't have to go into what he did or anything, but he became he, he became an entrepreneur out of 
necessity. It's like, I, I don't want to keep parking cars. I don't want my wife to have to keep cleaning houses, so I'm going to do something different. And after a number of years of work, not very many, he was successful enough to be happy that everything happened. Successful enough, in fact, that uh, during uh, after uh, President uh, Reagan had left office, mm-hmm. he was at a fundraiser for the president's party. Hmm. And uh, he got to meet the president. <laughs> mm. and, that could have and, been awkward. <laughs> well, you know, and he said, he walked up to, to President Reagan, stuck out his hand and said, Hi, I'm Lou. You fired me in 1980. <laughs> and he said, you could see the Secret Service getting a little nervous. And even President Reagan looked at him like he didn't know what came next. And he went, thank you so much, sir. <laughs> it is the best thing that ever happened to me and he told him his story and the president was like well you're welcome i i guess <laughs> well there you go again <laughs> all the youngsters aren't getting that they have no idea you know i know i but, but i like i like that story out of adversity there is often something good well this time is no different I, yes, I would. I would like to think that uh, we will be making great strides in our um, level of education in in useful technologies. Mr. Browning and I missed you guys. Yes, I understand the two of you became quite fast friends on the uh, the interchat there. I thought we were friends beforehand. I like Mr. Browning. Yes, hey, you and even met actually him. Have met him too. I have I met him now, and uh, and he has offered to teach the hurricane to shoot. But right now she's mad at me, so maybe maybe that's not such a grand idea. Whatever did you do this time, Grim? This would be one of those this would be one of those skills you learned in an advert. Just the right time she learned how to shoot. We we are we are helping Goonchild with her first apartment. Mm-hmm. I have the lease in hand. I got it this afternoon. This is the Goonchild's first apartment. She's very excited. Mm-hmm. I remember my first, and uh, and she like wants. She's already signed her copy of the lease and sent it. Didn't read it. Nah. Why? Starting off on a good foot. I see. She just doesn't know any better. That's all. That's not. But it true. doesn't. It doesn't matter because I'm the co-signer, and until I send mine, nothing matters. Right. They need them both. So we talked about why maybe that wasn't the best course. Well, no, maybe about it, um, but but that's okay. But perhaps the suggestions I made for how to give us some more time they they were not appreciated, and and she's I, I I know my daughter's probably texting her a lot and whatever, and and I had a bunch of things to do today. As I don't think I told you, Chief, but but I I definitely told uh, Crutch. It's like, look, here's what I have to do. I don't believe it's gonna impact the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to worry Chief about it, so. Well, uh, so my adventures in getting the first apartment was get out. And then and I was on my own. And then later on. Mine, mine was nicer than yours, but not as nice as his. As right. uh, Goonchild's. Yeah. I think what we're seeing is that uh, the next generation continually gets softer. Mm-hmm. You know what it is with me, though. I, I do have some some personal um, uh, factors in my life and things that have happened to me that make me... Well, first of all, um, I really don't know what my um, uh, experience would have been because my dad had passed away by then. Yeah, I, I mean, things are different. You, it seems that many of us had to... Uh, grow up faster and thus we got hardened and we're allowing our kids to grow up much slower and thus it looks a lot different now also you two I, only I think have, that's exactly right yep and and you two only have one kid so you get to pour all that love and affection and attention into one person mm-hmm. whether they want it we're or not, not helping with the population. whether they want it or not that's right. true <laughs> sorry and what you we're not helping with the population is also what you're saying i understand Right, because, you know... The, Why do you think I have two dogs and two cats? 
I, I don't know. They can't talk or vote, so you know you're, you're not really doing <laughs> us a service here. Well, Those wait are a second. The, the fact that they can't talk, I agree. Can't vote. Uh, don't count on it. They can't. I, I didn't know they were registered. Dude, they can. I don't think we should. People. I don't Why think we should pets? talk about this. People from Montgomery County could be listening. They they probably are. It's not good. as long as they vote Democrat. They'll they're like, oh well, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Well, they vote they vote Democrat in the primaries. Mr. Showcat, Mr. Showcat. How do how do you think? <laughs> how do you think? How do you think Buttigieg won? Huh? So uh, it's Mayor Cheat. S H O U E, you know, like K H A T. It's Showcat. Showcat. Hello. Hello, from I am Mr. Or from Hello. Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Hello, I am looking for Homer Simpson. He was just in my shop. Oh. My name is Show Cat. Show Cat. We could do a, a bunch of, of names. Oh, well, okay, so falsifying voting records is a felony. And none of us would do that. I No, and I don't have enough voices anyway. So, you know, I do wonder. Because, I keep them all in my head. What about the Boris Badenov voice? I like this one. No, no. We've, <laughs> we've discussed this. No, it's, it's only because uh, the Siberian Express knows he's not the Russian voice. And, and that could be a severe problem. Because if you get the, the deadpan look where, you know, in her head... You, you've died multiple times, and she's just <laughs> deciding which one is going to play out. She's I'm, trying. Seeing, I'm seeing from her side, it's like the Terminator, a little rebounds coming out. You don't want to see that HUD. Because yeah, right. uh, I was explaining well, we to... Could go uh, with, we could go with a truly illegal alien voice. And Marvin the Martian, where's the kaboom? I wish I could do the Marvin voice. You're going to have to teach me that. So, so number one... Marvin didn't go on Earth, so he was not... Bugs Bunny was the illegal alien on his planet. That's number one. Number two, if you want to really go illegal alien, the only legitimate one that has been in movies would be the Coneheads. Well, wait a second. No, the 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 uh, freeze-dried Martians just add water were, were on Earth. Remember? Yeah. Bugs brought them back and accidentally yeah. dropped them in the so sewer. That's different because... So um, he was he was a coyote. Yeah, he wasn't a rabbit. That was human trafficking. The, that's a, inhuman, as the case may be. What about my favorite Martian, Ray Walston? Oh, true. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> wow. Okay. I, I uh, Crutch and I barely know who that is, so I'm not surprised. So you're just throwing out names? Well, I gave uh, that a was, perfect that, that was example... It. That was a TV show. You, you have Google there still, don't you, Chief? <laughs> Ray Walston, my favorite Martian. Just look it up. It was a situation comedy. About the same time that Bewitched and... Uh, well, I guess it was earlier than Bewitched. It was black and white. 63 to, 63 to 66? Come on, guys. I was alive. I was four. What do you want? He was also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, okay? Mr. Hand. So yeah. you could have mentioned that, you know, something oh, that some of us I would have do. seen. It wouldn't have fit the, um, it wouldn't have fit the uh, alien motif. True enough. But my favorite Martian does fit the alien motif. Dressing up in a green jumpsuit is not an alien. It was yeah, actually looked more like aluminum. Well, he only, he only appeared as a Martian to, uh, uh, it was Bill Bixby, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Bill Bixby had a number of TV shows. Yes. When he wasn't Do, do, do you even know who he was? He was the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Right, the first time. He was also... Yes. He was he was a, a guy who had a Martian as a roommate. He was the Incredible Hulk, and he was an angel. When was he an angel? No, no, I'm sorry. Wrong guy. You're thinking of he, Michael Landon, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> no, but Bill Bixby... Oh, no, Bill Bixby directed that. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Did you, did you know that Bill Bixby was also a magician, like oh, a magician right. crime magician. fighter? Magic One was the license plate on his car. I right. knew he had a third TV series. He had another one. Hmm. 
He was a divorced father raising a son. Oh, my God, the courtship of Eddie's father. Wow, how do you get four TV shows in one lifetime? That's impressive. Come on, he's a good actor. That's true. Many people do this. I mean, that's it. You see a lot of people where you go, you know, I might not know that actor's name, but I've seen their face. Mm -hmm. Or it could be like The Rock and just be in everything. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a he's getting a Marvel gig, isn't he now? God, no. I'd like to, I'd like to DC. Meet him. He's going to be Black Adam, the the evil Shazam. Do you think Do you think he'll be at AwesomeCon this year? No, AwesomeCon this year is the host of Family Time. Uh, Back to the Future. Really? Yes. You mean like... Engineer Four Courts was telling me, and I said, uh, they lied to me, and thus I will not be uh, uh, supporting them. Oh. What did you think they were going to have? No, they they lied to me as in Back to the Future. The future is not nearly as awesome as they made oh. it. Uh, you know, said it we was don't going to be. cars and stuff like that. They did predict that the Cubs would win the series. Okay, well, you know, uh, Baba Vanga also said a whole bunch of stuff. Like an earthquake is going to come in a spot where it's never been before. All right, well, guess what? I can make enough futuristic predictions. You know, I could have said that the Chiefs will eventually win the Super Bowl. You know, Nobody would have believed you. <laughs> well, not even me. And and look at what happened. Look really? at what yes. happened. And it, now, it you have a, a now you have a young, a young uh, uh, quarterback who could be the next Brady. Now you know you you do you no he want, doesn't need to deflate the ball. Do you know what he does that has already put him ahead of Tom Brady? Is he married to a supermodel? No. Has what? he won five Super Bowls? He, unlike Mr. Brady, on his off time, builds homes for the homeless. He volunteers. He was raised to not be some New England upper crusty, you know. Cleft here we go. <laughs> person who who is a home wrecker, uh, you know, it, it's it's just terrible. It's ter none of the <laughs> none of the things that Mr. Brady has done, like got divorced and uh, committed adultery and had kids out of wedlock and all that. He's twenty four. You know, give him some time. Brady, Brady did that. Yeah, that's what. Uh, uh, yeah. he was. He was married to you don't hear else. me defending him, do you? Did you hear any defense <laughs> yeah, anywhere there? I didn't hear a single over here. It's yeah. like, okay, well. No, no, he didn't do that. Uh, as he's going, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. I mean, he did win five times. And as you said, give him some time. He's only 24. Right, he's, 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 what, 60 now, so, you know, it, it <laughs> took him a while. I would, like to, I would like to be wrong about that. I don't want to see him following those bad things. Um, I actually think he really could be, in terms of athletics, the next the next Brady. It's a very, very good superstar uh, player. He doesn't, and, and you're right, he doesn't seem to be letting the fame and fortune go to his head. Yes, because it's got to be hard to do, especially when you're 24. Yeah, he was. He was, even though it looked like he wasn't. Uh, he's not in pictures with both his parents together. But still, it's a, it is amazing. It's amazing to see it happen. It, it is. Hold, hold on one second. And I, I, I am experiencing temporary technical difficulty. Please sound fine over here. Please no, stand by. It's it's because someone doesn't there. look at their power. I'm betting. It is, and it's fixed now. Make sure you look at your text message. Yes. So, folks, as you can see. The, the wokeness continues to grow and I will say that tonight's show is brought in part by a picture that you will see on our site of a cake brought to you by tools that uh, come from the Pampered Chef so the Pampered Chef is tools that are uh, for cooking which I don't do so I can't rate how good they are or anything of that sort I can just say, I see people use them, and then food shows up. And somebody made you a cake with these things, so that's why you're promoting them. Yeah, so I mean, that's, not that's a awesome. That's not a bad thing. If, if anyone else would like to make food, non-perishables, 
and uh, donate it to the homeless in our name, we would accept it. It's true. That's awesome. Well, while we're doing uh, uh, off-the-cuff um, uh, promotions, um, I would like people to come to our website, which is swimmingwiththe.fish, and please sign up, uh, join our, our Twitter family. I periodically um, get on there and make a fool of myself. Uh, most of the tweets are from Crutch, yay. Um, also, please check out our, our Facebook page. Um, you can actually sign up for alerts. Uh, and uh, I will be very soon adding a page where you will be able to see and reread all of the wonderfulness that is all of the goons happy pole subsidiary commercials that page will be going live very soon i did my shtick thanks all right everyone have a good night good night